Yo, what up? Welcome to another episode of the Open Warriors Podcast. I'm Patrick flying solo. So the Warriors coughed up a tough one. They lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves 99-96 at home at Chase Center. Man, <laughs> that was rough. That was rough because every time they start looking like they're turning the corner, the Warriors, their bad habits rear their ugly heads again. And, you know, I'm not going to put a ton of weight on this one, but this is right after the game and it burns. It burns. I was writing my notes for this episode and it felt, especially after the past few games, that this was going to be one of those games that the Warriors, now that they're kind of rounding in form that they pull out, that they're experienced, they're savvy, the luck that they generate for themselves, that that was going to pull this one out. I had written down, I was going to compare this game to the Charlotte Hornets loss in Charlotte at the beginning of the season. That was the first road game, I believe, for the Warriors. It was the first game of that 0-5 road trip. It was a game where... uh the Warriors, they had like a four-point lead or something, and it dwindled away. And then all of a sudden, uh, they lost that one in overtime. It felt like one of those games that the Warriors were going to pull out, but they did not. And <laughs> I was going to talk about how far they'd come uh, from that game up until now, but then they just goofed and uh, threw this one away. They didn't show that savvy. They didn't show the basketball IQ that you expect. I mean, with like less than 25 seconds left, Steph has the ball. And I believe the Wolves had a couple fouls to give, if not at least one foul to give. And Mike Conley, if you go back and watch that replay, tried to foul Steph. He didn't get the call and he threw his arms up at the ref, like what the hell. And then Steph was just running around playing keep away and he passed the ball. It was just like, I get it. You want to run out the clock, but then he passed it to Draymond and Draymond playing hot potato, passed it to, or try to pass it to clay and Kyle Anderson got his hand on it. It was a two on two break with clay and Draymond uh, defending against uh, Kyle Anderson and Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns was obviously going to take the three. Clay gave him a little too much space, didn't crowd him, force him to make a different kind of move, and Cat hit the shot. Yeah, hit the shot. I mean, that's that's it. And then after that, the Warriors had an opportunity to make the play. Jordan Poole, who had played a really really solid game. Up until this point, he'd hit a really clutch three-point shot earlier in the fourth in crunch time. And he got a little too fast with the ball, got a little too out of control. And he tried to pass it to Steph, who was running behind a defender. And a one-handed pass that just kind of went out of bounds. That was a turnover. And then, you know, that was... Pretty much, pretty much uh, it. Uh, the Warriors had a couple more chances with like two seconds left, and it, you know, it just didn't pan out. It's just one game, but 
as you know, games at this point in the season are really important. And the Warriors, they could have moved solely into fifth place ahead of the Clippers into a tie record-wise with the Suns. But the Suns, of course, have the tiebreaker versus the Warriors. So it would have been Suns 4, Warriors 5, Clippers 6. But uh, as of now, it is Suns 4, Clippers 5, Warriors 6, Wolves 7. Just half a game behind the Warriors. So, you know, on the bright side, it's like, okay, you know, the sixth spot is good <laughs> good enough for the Warriors as long as they miss the play-in, you know, because if they're sixth, then they technically at this point could play the Kings. And that's one that I would like to see just for entertainment value. And it's also the shortest uh, travel for the Warriors. But, man, half a game, you just half a game out of the seventh spot. And that's tough. That's tough right now. But again, the Warriors, they control their destiny more or less, right? Right now, the Warriors and Wolves, they have the same number of losses. So I'm not exactly sure who has the tiebreaker. I think the Wolves might. Either way, either way, the Warriors need to uh, take advantage of whatever else is in front of them. I talked just yesterday about how the remaining seven games, I thought they could go five and two. Uh, Now, hopefully they can go still five and two, but it's going to be tougher. And they play a New Orleans team on Tuesday that is trying to get into the postseason still. San Antonio is tanking. Then it's Denver in Denver. OKC at home. OKC's always played the Warriors tough and they beat them last time. And then it goes to Sac, and then Portland, who's tanking. So there's still a chance, you know, uh, that this will not bite them on the butt. However, uh, you want to get as many wins as possible. It's just kind of disappointing to lose this one, and then also just like, oh, oh, we're we're not we're not past this stage yet. You know, one thing to always look out for is some of these bad habits that I've talked about throughout the year. It's like there's going to be tight games, close games where mental focus and execution is paramount. And I've always said it'll just take a lack of focus, a lack of energy, a lack of doing the right things on the court when you need to, too many mistakes, whatever. Uh, It just takes one or two of those kinds of games in a series to, you know, get you booted from the playoffs. So we'll see. I mean, Hopefully, I assume these dudes know this, uh, and uh, it's going to it's going to burn. I mean, they didn't necessarily play very well, but this felt like one that they should have that they were going to take. You know what I mean? Steph and Clay did not shoot well. Steph eight for twenty three, Clay five for seventeen, thirteen for forty overall combined. So that's that's no bueno. Jordan Poole, like I said, he played solid eight for sixteen in thirty one minutes. Three for eight from three, got to the line nine times, hit eight, uh, 27 points, four boards, two assists, two steals. Now, I want to talk quickly about the myth of the two-for-one shot that ends quarters and halves and games. The whole idea, if you don't know, you probably do, is that uh, when there's enough time on the clock, (laughs) you can put up a quick shot. If you make it, great. If you miss it, 
the other team gets the ball, but there's still enough time on the clock for you to get the final shot of the quarter, half the game, whatever. And this kind of thing, Steph has made really, really popular where he'll take like a, a crazy shot. Uh, and a lot of times he's made them, but when he doesn't make them, you know, the other team goes the other way, but you get one more shot at it. Jordan Poole tends to take some of these crazy shots and he took one at the end of this game and you don't need to do that because a lot of times <laughs> that shot is a waste. A lot of times, especially if you take a long three, uh, you get the other team going the other way with like numbers and you have to get like a good shot, right? Like if you, if you don't just jack up the shot and you actually try to get a better shot and sure, you know, maybe you run off too much time off the clock and then all of a sudden the other team, they get the last shot of the quarter. Who cares? You know what I mean? Who cares? And I think in this one, it definitely uh, was just a series of poor decisions and I don't know, frustrating, frustrating loss uh, in general. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> it burns. I had all these nice positive things to say, which I'll say for maybe a, uh, a later date after uh, a Warriors win. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odds boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day to see what they have in store. Me, personally, I got my eyes on UConn. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code TBPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gary Payton II came back and he did not look rusty. Maybe there were a couple of miscommunications uh, at the beginning of the game when he first started playing in the uh, second quarter, I believe. Played 15 minutes, three for four from the field, one for two from three, hit both of his free throws, two boards, one block, um, one assist, nine points. You can tell that he affected the game, and I'm looking forward to him getting more into the flow. It would have been nice if they'd won this one to kind of celebrate his return, but uh, that's that's the way the season has gone so far. Again, not necessarily just flipping over in the other direction and thinking that this team just doesn't have it. But like at a certain point, it's like, okay, right. Like value these possessions and do what you need to do. It's crazy though. Neither Steph nor Clay nor Dante DiVincenzo, they're three starting guards in this three guard lineup. Uh, none of those dudes shot free throws. The words were 13 of 17, whereas the Timberwolves are 14 of 25, the Warriors got out-rebounded 49-37, to 37, which was honestly to be expected when they're playing such a big lineup. Anyway, this one, it just, it's rough. It's rough because, you know, it's like, oh, you want to see them, you know, end the season the way they did last season. And they still can with a few wins here and there. But this one is just like, you know, it's one that... Hopefully, when it's all said and done, after all 82 games are over, it's not the one where you're like, man, that's 
that that's the one that we just coughed up. I mean, obviously there have been a few of those. You look at Orlando, you could look at Charlotte, you could look at Detroit, you could look at Utah, you know, if you've been watching all season, you know which games I'm referring to because you felt the the frustration and the pain of those uh, you know losses that got coughed up, the Celtics in Boston, the Nets at home, stuff like that. So tough loss, tough loss. At least Gary Payton the seconds back, and I will say it, Jordan Poole, he is playing with greater focus and greater energy. And he looks like he's trying to make a big difference out there and not just, you know, have it be, you know, showtime for Jordan Poole. Jonathan Kamenga only got 15 minutes, two for four, one for two from the line, missed his one three-pointer, one board, one assist, two steals, uh, five points. So looking at the minutes in this one, it's pretty clear that, you know, Gary Payton II is – going to take some minutes away from Kaminga. Uh, that's, I guess, you know, s- somewhat to be expected considering Kerr likes going with the vets. Uh, he played Lamb 18 minutes. He only played Jamaica Green four. And like I said, Poole had his 31. So it'll be interesting to see how this kind of susses out because Kaminga brings a lot. And in this one, you know, he was bringing some good energy. But Kerr chose to sit him more than he had in recent games. I mean, if you think about it, he played 25, almost 30 minutes a game in a lot of these. And in this one, he only got 15. So keep your eye on that. And uh, because I feel like you need Kaminga, especially against a team like the Wolves, who are young, athletic, and big. I know that Kaminga was having you know some troubles against Rudy Gobert, right? But there's a huge size difference there. Uh, but it's just an interesting thing to make note of, and we'll see how that plays out the rest of the season into the postseason. But that's all I got for now. Tough one, but uh, on to the next. All right, well, that is another episode of the Oakland Warriors podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Patrick E. Pino or at Oakland Warriors. Check out our YouTube channel where you can watch this episode, youtube.com slash Oakland Warriors. Check us out at oaklandwarriors.com and be sure to tell your fellow Warrior fan friends to tune in and listen. The Oakland Warriors podcast is produced by National Film Society and is a part of the Basketball Podcast Network. And if you're so inclined, please do leave us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to leave us a nice review saying good stuff about the show, on Apple Podcasts, that would be hugely, hugely appreciated and it would be very, very helpful. Thanks. That's it. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time and go Dubs. Go Dubs.